Welcome to the Creative Mother Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about the experience of remaining creative and producing creative work all while raising children. I am Kate Hursthouse, artist, creative business owner, and mother of one. I hope these conversations inspire you to grow and embrace your creativity all while being a mother. On that note, grab a cup of tea and join today's creative conversation. Kia ora everyone, welcome back to season two of the podcast. Life got in the way a little bit there as it does when you are a mum and trying to run a creative business. So this season was slightly delayed, but that is all good. We have a great lineup of guests for this season. I'm really excited to share their stories with you. Yeah, it's going to be great. So Thank you so much for all your support and encouragement around season one for helping get the podcast off the ground. And I've just had so many amazing messages from people who have really resonated with some of the amazing speakers that we had last season. And yeah, just people who have found a bit of a sense of understanding and community, which is basically the main thing I was trying to create. So I'm doing this mostly solo by myself. I'm recording this from my art studio, which is in my backyard. And one of the things that made me want to do the podcast was to try and create this community and sort of a sense of connection because when you're working by yourself a lot, And now that I'm also a single mom, I find myself spending quite a bit of time by myself. So these conversations have also been really great for me. I feel really privileged that I've been able to share them with you and you guys have enjoyed them so much. In all of the interviews that I did last season, obviously I'm spending a lot of time asking these incredible women how they make it work. And quite often I would get the same questions asked back to me you know how do I make it work and on social media I regularly get comments saying things like I don't know how you do it which I get a little bit uncomfortable about I have spent a lot of time thinking about and you know I kind of I do this because I have to and I make it work because I have to because this pandemic and becoming a single mum changed everything for me I do it because it's my job and it's my business and it's the career that I really want. I think it's what I'm good at. And, you know, I, I do it because I need to make a living for Arlo and me. So it's not a hobby for me. This is very much a business for me. And I do it because I value my freedom and the ability to sort of live life on my own terms. I'm very anti nine to five working culture and anything that isn't accommodating for parents, particularly mothers. So, you know, I work when my kids in daycare and when he's with my parents and when he's with his dads and I work in the evenings and I'm very aware daily how much impact the last few years has had on my business. And at the moment, it's sort of, you know, sometimes it does feel a bit like I'm in the trenches with the the early years of motherhood and doing most of it by myself and trying to grow my business kind of back to what it was like before I became a mum. So yeah, sometimes it feels a bit bitsy and broken, juggling it around motherhood. And my brain is definitely at capacity in terms of, you know, carrying the mental load of motherhood and a household and a business. But one of the uh, hardest things I think about running your own business, especially as a creative sole trader or solopreneur, is that you're essentially doing it solo. 
So you have this vision and this passion and you're trying to build it and grow it into something. And sometimes it's going really great. And sometimes it feels like you keep coming up against brick walls. And sometimes it feels that people aren't as passionate or supportive of your vision and idea. And that can be really challenging because you have to keep backing yourself because if you don't, no one else will. And sometimes it can be really hard to be your own cheerleader It can be really hard when you're working by yourself a lot to constantly be your own cheerleader. And I find as creatives as well, we can, you know, tend to go through that crazy creative journey of thinking something's great and then kind of getting to the messy middle and thinking it's a total disaster and nothing's going to work out. And then, you know, eventually coming out the other side and something unexpected's happened or it's worked out the way you thought. The topic of support was brought up a lot last season, especially when I asked these women how they were making their business work around motherhood and, you know, support came in different forms, um, whether that was, you know, uh, a spouse or a partner who was able to either take care of the kids or who was supporting them financially people had support from family they built support systems with other creative entrepreneurs that had business coaching and mentoring I think that is probably the most important thing for me in how I kind of make things work is having a support system and it's kind of been different at different times so I'm I'm very grateful and fortunate to have a very supportive family who have helped me out especially being a single mum so I thought I'd talk about some of the things that have sort of helped me succeed in business over the years Um, support system is obviously one of them and I'll talk about that a bit more the other is being really organized so in my business and everything to do with my work, I am very organized. It's definitely not necessarily like that in our home life. Like if I'm doing well in the business, then I can guarantee you that, you know, the laundry's not being done. The housework's not being done. What I've really come to realize in the last few years is that I'm only one person and my capacity gets tapped out pretty quickly. And so if I'm trying to be really present as a mum and I'm trying to grow my business, I guarantee you the house is chaos. And if the house is really tidy, then that means I've either not spent time with my kid or I haven't spent time on my business. So being really organized at work is pretty essential. I guess it kind of helps me feel like I have a sense of control over um, the chaos of having a small child. I you know, I've, over the years, I've built up a system of um, different apps and programs and all sorts of things that help me run my business. And earlier this year, I put together a free download of my studio toolkit, which outlines all the different apps, programs, tools, and materials that I use to keep my business running. So if you're interested in having a little look at some of the things that help keep me organized, um, I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can head to my website and find it on the freebies page. The other thing is having multiple revenue streams. So I never have all my eggs in one basket and that just relieves the pressure of having to have one element of the business succeed. So if you have different revenue streams, then you have 
money coming in in different ways, you know, it takes that pressure off having to sell all of your pieces of art at one time. And business coaching and mentorship has been huge for me in my business. So having someone to talk through your business, having someone there for accountability, cheering you on when you hit your goals, it's made solo business life a lot less lonely. So I've been working in the creative industries for 14 years and I've been running this creative business for the last eight. And I remember very clearly going out on my own as a freelancer eight years ago. And I was like stumbling along, trying to figure it out all by myself. I knew a lot about color, pattern, design, art, but I knew very little about the ins and outs of running a creative business. And it's one of the things that infuriates me about the education system, whether it's fine arts, graphic design, illustration, architecture, all of those things that I have studied not one of them went into great detail about how you're actually meant to make money or run a business I've always had this theory that because I was told at high school you know that an arts degree wouldn't make you any money and that's how I ended up going off on this convoluted creative journey through architecture graphic design illustration and to where I am now that you know, if you encourage people to study fine arts with a business degree, that would be fantastic because the key thing I've learned over the last decade or so is that to succeed in art, to succeed in the creative industries, you really got to succeed in business. And at the beginning, I, I felt like I was winging it every day. And since then, I've navigated maternity leave, motherhood, a pandemic, a separation, and all the ups and downs that have come with running a creative business. I really wish I'd had a guide to help me in those early years. I think things would have moved a lot quicker. I really wish I'd had a greater understanding of uh, the impact that going on maternity leave and becoming a mum could have when you run your own business. I wish I'd had someone to be able to help guide me through that. And then I wish I'd had someone, I wish I'd had a guide to help me when I was coming out of maternity leave and trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. So yeah, even now, eight years in, I've learned so much growing this business, but business coaching and mentoring is still an essential investment that I make in my business every year. I have learned so much over the years and I've made so many mistakes and figured out things that work and don't work. And I kind of feel that the more that we share this sort of stuff with each other, then the better it is for all women in business, which is kind of why I wanted to start this podcast and start talking to these women about how they did it and just sharing what goes on behind the scenes. And so because of that, I've created an eight-week creative business mentoring program to help women start and grow sustainable creative businesses that work alongside their family commitments. I'm really excited about this program and I'm really excited about where it can potentially go in the future as well. Because all I really want to see is these beautiful creative women succeed. And I know that it's so much more than just making a product. So this course is called The Business of Art and it's going to give you all the tools and knowledge that I wish I had when I first started. 
it is going to give you the fundamentals to start and grow a sustainable creative business. We're going to look at how you can fit your business in around your family life. We will be covering topics such as mindset, goal setting, website and e-commerce options, all the different business apps and business planning tools you can use, different revenue streams to sell your art and creative products, how to market yourself, which is something I know never comes that easily to creatives. We would much rather people just looked at our work and not us. How you can use that marketing skill to sell your work on social media and email marketing. We'll look at things like business expenses, contracts, working with clients and all sorts of other things. So if you're someone who feels like you need some help to start your art career or you've recently become a mum and you're wanting to return to a career in the arts but you're unsure where to begin. If you're someone who needs help with the business and administration side of your art business, if you're feeling stuck in your current career and you've always wanted to pursue something creative, if you are wanting to grow your creative business and make it more sustainable, and if you just want some guidance and support around building a business while raising a family, this mentoring program is perfect for you. So the first round of this program starts from September the 30th and I'll just be taking a limited number of women at a special introductory price. So it's very small group mentoring, coaching for eight weeks. You'll get detailed course content about one topic on a Monday. On the Tuesdays, we'll be doing online mentoring sessions, which will then be pre-recorded so you can kind of go through the content at your own time. I've also started a new Facebook group called Creative Business Basics, where I'll be sharing weekly creative business tips and tricks and building a supportive community of creative women and mothers. So you can head to my website or you can go to the show notes and I'll put all the links to both the Business of Art course and the Creative Business Basics Facebook group. So the other major thing that came up a lot last season and that has really helped with my business too is this need to prioritize ourselves and our health and our creativity because we are better mums when things are good with us. I've been really trying to focus on the idea that my health is my wealth, you know, that my health is my freedom because when I'm healthy, the business is going better. I'm a better mum. Things get done around the house more. And if I'm not healthy, then I can't come up with the creative concepts that I want to. I get really overwhelmed. Everything gets all too much. I am a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) I often feel like I can't move forward with something because it isn't perfect. And I have like this insane fear of failure. So Often I will overwork myself to try and get everything done so that, I don't know, I don't fail, I guess, is the underlying issue behind it all. No one else is really pushing me except myself. It's been made worse in the last few years by the feeling that everything that I do and everything that I create has a direct impact on my life and Arlo's life. So if something fails, then I kind of feel like I've failed us and him. So that's added an extra level of pressure and I've found that has impacted my creativity. So 
Last season, Delphi de Milston talked a lot about the importance of play and kind of really getting back to that child side of yourself. And this has been really important for my health and for my creativity. I've got really stuck in this idea that I've been producing this work and that sort of was like the work that I needed to produce. And then when some pieces didn't sell towards the end of last year, it really like kind of just knocked my confidence, which hasn't been great at all since my separation. So I've really found a lot of joy in experimenting with really different things, all sorts of different things, trying not to think about it too much. I've found a lot of joy in collage recently because I did a great workshop and I've been trying to blend mum life with creative life a bit more and kind of really embrace the chaos of creative projects with Arlo. Because one of the things I found really overwhelming about doing business solo and being a single parent is that the buck stops with me and I have to make every single decision about my life, Arlo's life, our home, our finances, every single decision in my business down to what colors I want to use in my paintings. And I've been getting huge decision fatigue and major anxiety which I am now trying to get on top of with the help of a support network. But its I think it's still really taking a while to process the impact that the last few years has had on me and that in turn has affected my business and my ability to be creative because the amount of stress I think that I've been put under and have been putting myself under has really impacted how I come up with creative concepts and my confidence has been completely shattered by everything that's happened in the last few years. I was hit quite badly by COVID um, back in April when we first launched the first season of this podcast. The timing of that was terrible. And I think it's just had a roll on effect throughout this year. I've found it very hard to try and get ahead again and that in turn has affected my confidence and that in turn has affected the creative work that I'm putting out there. So again, that's where my support network, working on my health, working on my mental health, playing, playing with Arlo, playing in my work, all of that has been really, really important in allowing me to sort of keep going, keep ticking along, um, having that solid foundation of a business plan, business goals, a vision of where I want to get to and working towards it in baby steps has been really, really essential. And that's something that we talk about in the Business of Art course as well, about building that foundational business plan. The other thing is I've been trying to reduce the amount of time spent on social media, which is really tricky when you market yourself. And when I'm on there trying to focus less on follower numbers because it seemed like it was such an important thing for so long, but I've really come to realize that it's very much a vanity metric. So you can have thousands of followers, but if you're not turning any of them into art sales or commissions or clients, then it's just a number. So I've been really trying to focus on just you know the people who've been along on my journey since the beginning they are some of the biggest supporters and um, I really really appreciate them so just trying to nurture those connections more and the connections with the other creative women and mothers that I've met through Instagram who then several of whom I've been able to talk to and connect with via this podcast and also been focusing more on 
my emailing list because again there's people on there that really seem to enjoy hearing from me and those are really important people to maintain that connection with and again in the business of art course we talk about the importance of a mailing list in your business because and I'm going to quote Amy Porterfield here if you only build your business on social media you're building it on rented land and Basically what that means is if you are only using social media to market your work and you're not using any of the other marketing channels and Zuckerberg decides to shut Facebook and Instagram down, have a think about where that would leave you because that's really important to consider. So these are just a few of the thoughts I've had since interviewing all the amazing women last season and getting the interviews underway for this season. I've been trying to take a bit of time to really look at what's been working for me, what isn't working for me, and answer some of the questions that keep coming my way. I truly believe that you can have your own amazing creative business where you create and sell your art, your designs, your illustrations, your crafts or products, whatever it is that you love creating. It's definitely not easy, but it's so rewarding and it can work so well when you have children. And it can totally happen for you, but you have to be really willing to take a massive leap, really invest in your business, invest in your vision and your ideas, invest in your creativity. So if this is something you've always wanted to do, I encourage you to take that chance and you don't have to figure it out all on your own. After 14 years in the creative industries and eight years running this business, I really do understand the barriers that can come up in the creative industry and a lot of the challenges faced by women in the arts. And I would really love to help support you as you grow your business. So to sum up a few of my thoughts from today, if you are starting or growing a business by yourself, build up a really strong support system, connect with other creative women, invest in business mentoring, make sure that you're not really doing it all by yourself and get some good systems in place to keep your business running. Never have all your eggs in one basket. Multiple revenue streams are key. And prioritize yourself, your health, and your creativity, because you'll be a better mum and a better creative when you do. So I think that's all from me for now. I'm so excited to bring you season two of the podcast. I'm really excited to bring you this mentoring program. If you are interested in taking your business to the next level, getting it started, turning it into something great, get in touch with me. If you have any questions, reach out. I would love to hear from you. I'll post all the links to the free resources I have, Creative Business Basics Facebook group and the Business of Art program all in the show notes. You can also head over to my website, www.khursthouse.com, hit the learn tab and you'll see everything there as well. So until next time, you guys, take care and enjoy season two.